Welcome to Evo AI, where we navigate the intriguing evolution of artificial intelligence. I'm your host, Bogdan Yanku, and in this series, we'll explore how artificial intelligence is transforming the way we work, innovate, and grow. From small startups to corporate giants, we'll unravel the mysteries of AI, uncovering insights, strategies, and the real-world impact on our everyday lives. Whether you're in sales, finance, marketing, human resources, or just curious about artificial intelligence, Evo AI has something for you. So buckle up and get ready to embark on an exciting journey into the world of artificial intelligence with Evo AI, the podcast that brings the future of business to your ears today. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Evo AI titled, What is AI? Join us today as we begin a journey into the heart of artificial intelligence, demystifying its concepts and exploring its game-changing role in business. Your path to understanding AI starts here. So let's dive in. What is artificial intelligence and what is machine learning? Well, artificial intelligence is the field of computer science dedicated to creating intelligent agents capable of reasoning, learning, and acting autonomously. Machine learning is a subset of AI and teaches computers to learn from data without explicit programming. Well, imagine AI as being pretty much the physics of technology, forming the fundamental principles that govern intelligent systems. Within this framework, machine learning serves as the laboratory, a specialized environment where models are trained and refined, learning to make predictions or decisions based on data. Let's talk now about supervised versus unsupervised learning. Well, supervised learning requires labeled data, while unsupervised learning works with unlabeled data. Labeling means attaching tags like names or numbers to the data. Well, let's let's look at an example. Well, supervised learning is like using GPS with specific directions, guiding you your turn and, uh, you know, taking left, right to reach your destination. Unsupervised learning, on the other hand, is akin to exploring a new city without a map, finding your way through patterns and landmarks and discovering unexpected routes. Let's look now at deep learning and generative models. What what is deep learning? Well, deep learning uh, uses artificial neural networks akin to the human brain to process complex patterns. Generative models create new data instances, while discriminative models differentiate between data types. Think of deep learning as, if you'd like, a financial analyst that always looks at data and identifies patterns and trends in, you know, an enormous amount of uh, data points in order to forecast future market behaviors. But generative models are effectively the R&D department of the same company or a different one, utilizing existing data to innovate, create new products, or devise entirely new ways of solving complex business problems. Generative AI, let's try to understand this a little bit more. Generative AI is a type of AI that creates new content based on what it has learned from existing content. Well, in other words, AI is the creative branch of artificial intelligence. I can write articles, design images, or even compose music for your band. What are the applications? Well, 
for example, in small businesses. You can use Gen AI to, to do tailored marketing. You can use AI to do optimized inventory. If your business is a little bit bigger, maybe you can do advanced customer segmentation. You can do automated support for various customers. And for very big companies, you can do global trend analysis, even fraud detection, cybersecurity, all sorts of things can be deployed using AI. Let's talk briefly about transformers for artificial intelligence. Transformers evolved in mid-2010s and they revolutionized natural language processing by encoding input sequences and decoding them for relevant tasks. Transformers are a foundational technology behind many AI applications. While developing and training transformers might be the domain of very large corporations, very large tech companies, businesses of all sizes can benefit from the applications powered by these models. Whether it's a chatbot for customer service or a tool for analyzing market trends, small and medium-sized businesses are now increasingly leveraging AI solutions that rely on transformers to enhance their operations and customer management. Let's look at some challenges and what are the solutions that can be developed with AI. First of all, we have to look a little bit at uh, the times where AI, generative AI, outputs something that uh, doesn't correspond with what was required based on the prompt input. That is called usually a hallucination when the system generates erroneous data, erroneous output. So what is the hallucination? Effectively, as we described, hallucinations in AI refer to the system generating false or unrelated information. What you can do about it? Well, entrepreneurs cannot usually modify the underlying models, but they can be aware of the risk, choose reliable AI providers and use prompt engineering to guide AI responses. Is it then important to have quality data and is it important to train the data? Well, first of all, what is training data? Well, training data effectively are examples used to teach an AI system how to perform a task. Well, can you do anything about it? Well, most businesses don't have control over the original training data. So it's vital once again to select AI products developed with quality data. But that is also a critical concern because that means that we have to look at systems that use a lot of data that's been passed through and it has the necessary quality to generate a reasonable output when prompted by the user. So it's a critical concern to have good quality data. So what is data quality? Well, data quality means ensuring that the data used in AI is first of all accurate, it's consistent, and it's relevant. Can you do anything about it? Well, once again, businesses, entrepreneurs, usually cannot influence the data quality in pre-built AI tools, but they should seek providers, once again, who adhere to a high to high standards. Let's look a little bit, we discussed briefly about prompt engineering and how to detect hallucinations. What is prompt engineering, really? Well, prompt engineering is the art of crafting queries to guide an AI system's response while the detection of hallucinations involves recognizing when the AI is generating incorrect information. Once again, what can you do about it as, as a business? Can you influence that? Well, 
this is actually an area where businesses can take action by learning prompt engineering techniques, both you and your employees or your partners or your customers, your suppliers, whoever is using AI, you can gain more control over the AI's output even without access to the underlying models or data. So what are some business lessons for everyone, for all businessmen, for all entrepreneurs? Well, the world of AI seems now like a very, very complex landscape, ever-evolving. And while you may not have control over the underlying technology, as we discussed before, you can learn techniques like prompt engineering to better steer the tools you use to have to try to have the desired output from your AI models. Whether you're a startup, a large corporation, or just simply curious about AI, understanding these concepts can help you navigate the ever-evolving terrain of artificial intelligence. So it's crucial, it's paramount, it has a paramount importance. Making informed choices about the AI products you use and developing skills to direct their output can make AI not just a buzzword, but as an essential part of your business toolkit. Let's talk now about text-to-output models. By text-to-output models, we mean models that encompass a wide range of applications that can translate textual input, which are prompts, into various outputs. Various outputs means either image, either video, either new text, or specific tasks. So let's explore how these models are shaping the business solutions. First, let's look at text-to-text. -text. So effectively, what can we use the text-to-text -text applications? Well, text-to-text -text models take a piece of text in one language and translate it in another language. So that's what we can do. Uh, we can use it as uh, translating languages or we can use it to generate new text. For example, Let's suppose we have a multinational company that uh, uses text-to-text -text translation to instantly convert product descriptions, customer service replies, or even legal documents in various languages, you know, bridging the communication gaps across their global headquarters, wherever they are located, and various other, other branches. So that's very, very important. Now let's look at text-to-image. Effectively, when we use a prompt, to create various pictures. So text-to-image models read a textual description and create a visual representation or image based on that text. As an example for a business, let's suppose we have a furniture store um, that offers a service where customers describe their desired living room and uh, the model generates images reflecting those descriptions, aiding in personalized shopping experiences. Just uh, as a note here, such models already exist and uh, they're called uh, diffusion models. Now, text to video, making videos from scripts. Well, what is text to video? Well, text to video models generate video content based on textual input, such as a script, storyline, or set of instructions. Let's look at an example. Let's suppose we have a marketing agency that wants to use a text-to-video technology to turn client briefs into dynamic video ads quickly, saving time and money on prototyping and production. Text-to-task, performing actions like, for example, navigating a website. 
Well, text-to-task models are trained to perform only specific tasks or actions based on text input, from navigating web interfaces to automating workflows. For example, let's think of a small online retailer that wants to implement text-to-task models to automate inventory updates, shipping tracking, or even customer support chatbots, streamlining their day-to-day operation. So the text-to-output models, as we covered today, are a versatile toolbox for businesses. In our experience, they offer solutions today, and they will offer even more in the future that will enhance efficiency, effectiveness, creativity, customer engagement. From translating languages to automating tasks, the applications are as diverse as the businesses that can benefit from them. Now let's run a quick Q&A segment for our today's episode, specifically looking at businesses. So here's one question. Can AI replace human creativity in marketing? The answer is no, not today, but it can certainly enhance it. Think of AI as your creative assistant. It helps you generate ideas, automate processes, and humans, your colleagues, yourself, your agency, uh, can provide unique insights and the emotional connections, which AI is not capable of doing. Here's another question. How can a small business start with AI? Well, you should always start small. Use various chatbots such as um, ChatGPT. Um, use AI-driven insights for social media advertising. There are many accessible tools designed for small businesses that require no coding skills, allows them to leverage AI for targeted marketing and customer engagement. We will have uh, more episodes where we're going to cover some of the existing tools that are out there and how you can use them to enhance your productivity, your creativity, and also save, save, save some money in the process. Another question is, uh, will AI automate all jobs in the future? Well, in our opinion, AI will automate a lot of many repetitive tasks, but not all jobs. There will always be a need for human judgment, empathy, and very complex decision-making. Collaboration between humans and AI can lead, however, in our opinion, to much, to much greater efficiency and new opportunities. Why not? Another question. How can AI impact customer service for businesses? Well, AI can be used to automate customer support through chatbots, provide personalized recommendations and analyze customer feedback. It can lead also to much faster response times and more personalized service, improving customer satisfaction. Another question, what risks do businesses face when implementing AI? Well, risks include data privacy concerns, potential biases in AI models and reliance on technology that might fail. You have to be careful at planning. You have to adhere to regulations and all ethical considerations have to be taken into account in order to mitigate these risks. Here's another question that we have. Um, how is AI transforming supply chain management? Well, can actually help a lot AI. Well, AI can predict demand, can optimize inventory, can automate warehousing and enhance transportation logistics. By utilizing AI, supply chain management becomes more accurate and efficient, reducing costs and improving sustainability. Can AI help in making strategic business decisions? Well, yes, AI can analyze vast amounts of data to uncover trends, risks and opportunities, especially 
opportunities. It helps leaders make informed decisions quickly, supporting overall business strategy and innovation. It can also help boards and various directors when they're looking at recommending a new direction for the business. How will AI affect the creative industries like design or writing? Well, AI can assist already in generating, you know, initial concepts, automating routine tasks and providing data-driven insights. Creatives can leverage AI to enhance their work, to uh, maximize output, but, you know, human intuition and emotional intelligence, intelligence remain uh, important, really irreplaceable in these fields. What opportunities are there for mid-sized businesses in leveraging AI? Well, mid-sized businesses can use AI for, once again, personalized marketing, predictive maintenance if they work for a big customer, enhanced customer service, maybe even streamline operations. AI provides what is important to understand, scalable solutions that can grow with the business, offering competitive advantages without massive investments. You don't need to hire as many people as you once needed to. So what have we learned today? Well, when we look at AI, the evolution of Gen AI represents both challenges, but also opportunities for businesses across various sectors. It's a very dynamic tool that, when implemented thoughtfully and ethically, can redefine efficiency, creativity, customer engagement, and strategic decision-making. Understanding how to harness its potential will be vital for businesses in the coming years. Concluding today, from local shops to corporate giants, AI is a transformative tool ready to be harnessed. With an understanding of these definitions and concepts, businesses of all sizes can strategically implement AI to innovate, grow and thrive. Well, that's a wrap of today's episode of Evo AI. We've delved into the fascinating world of artificial intelligence, unlocking insights that are changing the face of business today and tomorrow. But the exploration doesn't end here. There's always more to discover. Well, I'm Bogdan Yanku and this has been Evo AI. Together, we're part of something bigger, much bigger, a movement towards understanding innovation and growth. Well, if you enjoyed our journey today, don't forget to subscribe and please join us again as we continue to explore the future of AI in business. Until next time, keep evolving.